Aloha. Hello and welcome. We're back. From the ballerlifestyle.com, it's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Very happy to have you have us have you having us in your ears episode number 406 stoked to be here as always each and every week shout out to anybody that found our show via the overcast app where we are running a promotion welcome give it a minute it's not what you're expecting it's better it's better than what you're expecting and any regular listeners that use the Overcast app, just go like go look and go search sports. Go in the sports. No, wait, sorry. Is it sports? Oh, I can't remember what I ran it in this time. I think I did run it in sports. Go search in the sports category and find our show at the top of the page and click on it. Click on it. Unsubscribe, resubscribe. Give us some action on that page. Let them know that people are paying attention. That would be super cool of you. Uh, episode 406, like I said, if you are inclined to reach out to us, you can do so via the email, especially if you just found our show. Call like First, leave us a five-star review on Overcast with glowing comments about everything you hear here. And then send us a review directly, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. I keep meaning... I keep forgetting that there are there is a set of matched set unused new new without tags. They're no, they're in the box of Waterford Crystal champagne flutes up for grabs for the somebody that sends me the best fucking screenshot of their review. If you do if you review me five re- review us five places you take a screenshot of every single one. You send me an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. The most slash best reviews. Gets a, they're like $300 glasses. I mean, I think I might be upping it. I don't know. They're more than $150. Definitely. They're nice. They were given to me by a very wealthy Australian physician who wears sunglasses at night. He's an older gentleman. He's the man. Cool dude. Anyway, they're engraved, but that's not, that shouldn't be an issue for you. I forget to remind myself that we're giving away Waterford crystal champagne flutes that were, that were given to me and are engraved with my name and one other person's name and a date. So if you want those, review us places, five stars, leave a glowing review, and then just fucking take a screenshot with your phone. And email it to me, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Waterford Crystal. It's the, it's the high-end shit. They're, they're very... You could display them. Put them in your case. Additionally, if you're new to the show, you like something you hear, you want to reflect on it, you can leave us a voicemail. We would like to hear from you. It's always good to hear new voices coming through our ears. The listeners like it. 949-464-TBLS-8257. Now, I got a buddy who's like, it's the same buddy that always wants the free cheat code to get the bonus content. 
he's like, I would like to call your show. And he does when I do stereo chats, sometimes he'll call in. He's like, I would like to call your show. He's like, but there's, I don't want anybody to write a song about me. Well, there's only one listener that's had a song written about him, only one voicemailer. So your odds are pretty good because lots of people call in and they don't get songs written about them. So don't like be worried about that. 949-464-TBLS8257. Additionally, if you are inclined, if you like what you hear here, there's more. There's more every week that you're not hearing if you're not subscribing to our bonus content via the Red Circle platform. Click the link in the show notes of this episode and make a subscription. So buddy of mine, buddy of mine texted me this week and you know what? A lot of buddies of mine don't subscribe. Some of them are like, hey, give me the free show. Give me the free cheat code to get the show, get the full show. And look, I don't, that doesn't exist. I would have to fucking email it to you. And how about you? I got the free cheat code for you. Send me $5 or 50 bucks for the year, which gets you two months for free. But I had a buddy, old friend of mine, you know, it's just one of those people that check in a couple times a year, text me this weekend. And he said, Hey, remind me how to sign up for that red circle. He's like, cause I was, I let my thing lapse. And I want to get back into that. And then I sent him the thing and he's like, just did it. And he said, don't let me down. And I won't, I won't let you down. So join our red circle, click the link in the show notes or go to the ballerlifestyle.com and click the link at the top of the page to subscribe. And one more thing, it's bachelor season and it's kind of fucked because it never isn't bachelor season now. I didn't sign up to be fucking 24 seven, Mr. Bachelor. Okay. But I do a lot of you listening here. know I do an additional show that's that recaps the bachelor pretty much every week. Not quite. I do it with my friend, Jason Stewart. You know, a lot of times we can't link up. We're busy. we got families and shit, but we do this. This shows my priority. That's really the reason. Like I got, I got this to lock down, and then the other show. I just like try to get to it. But we pretty much do it every week. It's, it's not a ringing endorsement of my bachelor show. If you want to hear two dudes basically talk shit about the bachelor for forty-five minutes every week, subscribe to that. It's free. That's free. Go just search the Bachelor Lifestyle on Spotify or iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Overcast. Go on Overcast if you're an Overcast person. Find The Bachelor Lifestyle with myself and Jason Stewart. Subscribe to that there. It's just, it's fucking more, more, more. We give you a lot of content because we appreciate your patronage. It's a good feeling to know that you're listening. And you're not just listening to me. You're listening to my dear friend, Ed Daly, who joins me right here every single week. Ed, how are you, buddy? Doing well. I feel we should at least address the bullshit NFL overtime rules. Why don't they just use the college system? Okay. Okay. Look, Ed, everybody knows I'm one of the biggest sports fans in the world. But that said, I was watching that fucking 13 seconds game, the, the, the Bills and Chiefs. I mean... Just a fantastic weekend. Like I talk shit on the NFL all the time because I think it's boring. And yeah, this, they, but it, this weekend was was exciting. 
Right. If you were, if you were a fucking alien, if you just woke up from a coma and all they gave you, they're like, they're like, Hey, sip a little bit of this tang. You need Pedialyte to get back to life. And they're like, we don't want to like freak you out, but we're only going to let you listen to, um, the baller lifestyle podcast for a couple of days. And then you listen to this show, you listen to fucking 50 episodes of this show. And you're like, you, you'd think, Oh man, the NFL fucking sucks. It's boring. This Brian guy's always saying how boring it is. Slow, slow game. And then they, and then they go, okay, you're ready. And then they turned on TV and they'd be like, you could just watch the football games this weekend. Oh, they made a liar out of me. Cause there, there was no, there was, it wasn't a single fucking boring game. Well, that, that Niners Packers was kind of boring, but it's good ending. That said, Ed, I don't, I need this explained to me because I, um, I was, I think I was in the middle of cooking the, um, the, the Bills Chiefs game was on Sunday night and I watched it. I watched it go down to the ending and I, I fucking, you know, they kick a field goal to tie the game. And I'm like, okay, it goes into overtime. And then I was like kind of in and out of the kitchen. My girlfriend, Cheyenne was like yelling. She's like, oh my God, tell me kind of like apprising me what happens. And then the Chiefs score a touchdown and, and then it's over. The game ends, but the bills never had the ball. And I was like, wait, did the, while I was in the kitchen cooking, did the bills have the ball briefly and punt it away or turn it over? And she's like, no, no. It's just, they, they just gave it to the, They committed it's, the cardinal sin. Of losing the coin toss. Ed, Ed, Ed. Get the fuck there's out of fucking, here. There's different, there's a different, look, I'm a big sports fan, obviously. There's a different rules of overtime in the regular season than the fucking playoffs? No, no, I think it's the same rule. They oh, it changed, is if you so, score a touchdown. So, uh, I don't, it, Stupid. Maybe this was eight years ago. I don't know. I think yeah. that the Tim Tebow touchdown to Demarius Thomas, All right, that was that was the first year that this went into effect. I, I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But essentially, it used to be if you win the coin toss and you just drive down to the 35-yard line, you kick a field goal, and people are like, well, it can't be decided on a, a coin toss. And so yeah, they said, if you go down and kick a field goal, the other team has a chance from there. But – if you kick a, if you score a touchdown on your first possession, then the other team doesn't get a chance. That's Only if you kick stupid. a field goal. That's stupid. And I think, I, you know, maybe the stats uh, say otherwise, but it's these guys score all the touchdowns now. There's so many touchdowns yeah. scored with all these crazy yeah. quarterbacks. So yeah, you you kind of knew. I mean, maybe maybe by the second play of that overtime, you're like, oh, they're just going to score over. a touchdown. It's, it's over. Look what they did at the end of the fucking uh, uh, regulation. Of course, they were going to score a touchdown. And in Tyree college, Hill's fucking nasty. He's gonna he's gonna find a way into the end zone. And in college, in like the early nineties, they were yeah. getting ties, and they're like, yeah. "Fuck this! We're trying Fuck to decide ties. who's a national champion, and we're some teams have two ties." And so they went to you get the ball the twenty five yard line. See what happens. The next yep. team has the same exact chance. So if the the second team kicks a two point conversion after a touchdown, they could clinch it that way. Or if they score yep. a touchdown, then you go to a second overtime, and yep. then you switch who goes first and second, and you keep going. And then they were they didn't like having seven overtime games, so they said, okay, now once you get to I don't know the third overtime, fourth overtime, you just go. It's essentially who gets a two point conversion. It becomes yep. a two point conversion fest until it's over. 
Yeah. But you you're you keep seeing the teams get an equal shot to do it. And it's fun. And it's, it's fun. It's, and like if that game lasted another half hour who gives a of fuck? just nonstop touchdowns, people would be still saying it's the best. But instead they're like, no, we, we want the fun to end now. They I I seem to recall that back when they would just play like an extra, you know, quarter until somebody scored or whatever, that they were like, oh, we can't do this. The guys are tired. They're going to get hurt. You fucking, you don't care if they get hurt. You play, you play an extra game now. The fuck out of here with that bullshit. Let no, them, they never let's care go from the players. No, of course they don't. They just, let them go from the 20. Let's fucking throw some haymakers. Let's go back and forth and see who's going to fucking win this thing. That's fun. That's exciting. This coin flip bullshit. Let's also talk about, look, this isn't a sports show. Yeah, I know. We're getting real sportsy all so of let's a sudden. Talk, let's talk about, I saw something. Look, I'm, I'm a fan of modern, of the modern data-driven sports that we watch today. Everything, yeah. everything has been fucking computed by nerds. And yet in the, in the, in the first quarter of the Titans Bengals game, I'm a big Bengals fan. I like the Bengals. I like Joe Burrow. The, in the first quarter of the Titans Bengals game, the, the Bengals were up six to nothing. And then the Titans scored a touchdown. And then, and instead of taking the lead, there's no way the data says go for two in that situation. The data says take the lead because you, the whole rest of the game, you take that lead seven to six, the whole rest of the game can occur and no more scoring happens. Is that likely? No. But could it happen? Absolutely. So when you're given the chance to take a lead, you take the lead. They went for two. Yeah. They yeah. I mean, there was, was, there was a penalty, so they were even closer. Yes, and I, I yes. know what he was doing. It's I've got Derrick Henry. Yes. The problem is every single person in the world knew it was yes. Derrick Henry run up the middle. If yes. they did the Derrick Henry uh, play action rollout pass, maybe at least sure. had a better shot. But everyone knew, oh, we only have to go one yard instead of two. It's going to be Derrick Henry up the it's, middle. Yeah. And it's it's like when fourth and inches with, the, with Tampa and everyone's like, okay, well, Tom Brady's just going to fucking follow his center. He's going to get a couple inches. He's going to get a new set of downs and they're going to score a touchdown. And what do they do? They fucking hand off to Fournette, Fournette around the edge and he runs in the goddamn end zone. You, you, you don't always do what they think you're going to do. That said, the end of that end of that Cincy Titans game, then the fucking game is tied. Instead of you having a one point lead, you're in a tie football game. And then you got to have Ryan Tannehill wing it around the fucking yard. And what happens? That was a problem. That was a real problem. Because look, Ryan Tannehill, he's he's from the fucking game manager genus. Like he's not he's he's not fucking Dan Marino. He's he's not like awful but he's a middle of the pack quarterback yeah, you don't want to your your fate to be resting serviceable on him. serviceable and if you have a one point lead then you're running clock and you're handing it to your big workhorse and getting those yards and hopefully getting first downs and fucking wasting the rest of the game but no you went for two in the first quarter to me that's an instantly fireable offense but also I just thought of something more important, and this is why you listen to a show like this. 
How about that time Dan Marino was was a panelist on the CBS NFL Today? Oh, yes. And he, and he rocked and fired and impregnated a fucking intern. She wasn't an intern. She was like, she was a staffer. Wait, Marino did, did that? Yes. Marino, oh, I know Tiki Dan, Barber did it. Well, of course, Dan Marino impregnated. This is probably about like 15. The kid's probably 15. Dan Marino, a married Dan Marino. And hey, look, it's no judgment there. He's he's commits an infidelity. And do, he doesn't wrap up. He doesn't use the fucking perfect method, the rhythm method where you just ejaculate outside of the woman. He he runs in, into those isotoners. Yeah, he fucking he he put a shot on goal, and 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 he was like fifty eight years old. Let's let's look this up because that's this is the kind of shit. What do you even oh, Google? How about- Dan Marino love child. Um, because uh, uh, John Stockton lost his mind. I was reading an article that once again points to his teammate Carl Malone, who yeah. Yeah, well, one and a thirteen-year-old. Yeah. yeah, let's never forget that one. <sighs> That's yeah. Dan Marino fathered an Ill- illegitimate child. Oh, there's pictures of. Oh, it's like it's kind of like the um. Well, he's being Dana, Dana pictures. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of well, no, it's not like that. But it's kind of like the yeah, it's kind of like the um, the sh- uh, Arnie and his kid Joseph by Will, Will Mildred Diana where. Yeah, where they're like, um, where they're like close, you know, they have a relationship, the father and son. It looks like, I mean, I'm seeing pictures here of Dan Marino with his love child, who is a boy. T- 2013, he had an affair with the C- That's not that long ago. Resulted in a love. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Revealed in 2013 that he had a love child in 2005. Oh, Still- so that kid. I wonder if that kid's a, a recruit. Yeah, he's. It's yeah, 16, he's playing. 17, looks like he's playing flag football. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what a decision. Also, also, and I'm not saying this is a reason, but Dan Marino, were you planning on having another child? Because you right. can make it. There's so a full it's impossible. Way that both of us have taken care of I can't business. get anybody pregnant. It's no. impossible. As, as I try, it's impossible. Yes. I've, put, blanks. I've put many, many shots on goal in the period since I gelded myself. No love children over here. How, like, yeah, this is I an think, all gelding show. Yes, it's yes. There's no, there's no <laughs> live rounds being shot on or yeah, around this show. There is no chance of a Alec Baldwin rust situation. There are no live rounds on the set. No, definitely not. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> very disturbing. I would encourage everybody to go follow the, I think it's Kyle Dunnigan one. The Kyle Dunnigan is a comic. Yeah, he's fun. Who, he does these face swap videos where he does, where he does imitations of people. Is it imitation or impression? Because impression is like what you, what you leave in clay, right? Like you, I left an impression. Oh, imperson- impersonation. Impersonation. Yeah, it's yeah. an imperson. But that's like what that's 
impersonation. But they, say, but they do throw those around like they're interchangeable. Impression. Oh, he's doing his Christopher Walken impression. Yeah, they they do yes. say that. There's so Kyle Dunnigan, he's he's incorporated Alec Baldwin into his repertoire of impressions or impersonations. It's amazing. Now in person impersonation, that's what Olden Polonese did when he was pulling people over, telling him he was a cop. That's an imperson he was impersonating an officer, what was right? What's going on there? He's too big Fuck. to be getting away with scams. So they don't they, they don't they don't hire cops that are that tall. No way. I would say And I've, was it in the state of Utah? Like I think it was. Hold on. How do you spell only like two black guys in Utah and it was him and Ty Corbin? Yes. There are no black guys in Utah. There's no there's no seven foot cops. I would say I've seen infinitely more cops who are five four than I've seen cops that are six four. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's let's get on old and Polonese's Wikipedia page. Hey, look. We apologize for being so sports heavy here, but we things come up like we, you forget that Dan Marino fucking smashed later in life after his career. And he got a he got a rando pregnant. OK. Oh, in a two month span in two in the year 2000. Pre 9-11, Polonese was arrested for impersonating an officer. Hold on. Polonese pinched again. He was he was arrested multiple times for this. <laughs> He, he, was, could, he was chasing that high. Wait, he was still playing when he did this, Ed. Oh, my God. Looks like you're using an ad blocker. I don't know why I even use an ad blocker because every website has this on it. Okay, refresh. Hold on. We're going to get the fucking details. For the second time in two months, Utah Jazz Center Olden Polonese has been charged with impersonating a police officer in a conflict with an O. Oh. So he gets road rage and he tells him he's a cop. In a separate case, Paul, so I thought he was doing this for the pussy. This is no, he's doing this because he just wants to be a big dog. Polonese was charged last month after a West Valley City couple accused him of chasing them to their home and flashing an apparent police badge on October 28th. Jeez. In a misdemeanor complaint filed Friday, Mark and Patty Schneller. Said they were driving da- downtown September 13th when a car, oh, this is one year. This is 363 days before 9-11. And when a car sped past them and almost hit them. Well, it's, it's his fault too. Oh, Mark Schnell, not very Mormon of him. Mark Schneller responded by making a rude gesture. You guys know what that one is, right? We were inverted. Uh, prompting the other car to stop. The driver identified by the Schnellers. As Polonies flashed a badge and said, I'm with, can, oh, this happened in California. I'm with can the California Shears. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to say what he looks like. I can tell you exactly who it is. He's old and Polonies. He so looks he, like he's 80 years old and he's a, a, a big man in the NBA. Yes. They're like, <laughs> he, he's a big black guy. He plays for the jazz and he, and he was not Antoine Carr. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. the big, the original big dog. Antoine <laughs> yes. Carr was the original, and then Glenn Robinson came along, and they're like, "All right, he's the big dog." Come well, he was on. the first pick. The, he's the bigger big dog. I, I, he, he, Glenn Robinson was awesome. However, the original big dog was Carr. Yeah, of course. Uh, in the uh, oh, Polonese said he carries an honorary police badge from the Los Angeles Police Department. You know, this is I'm reminded That's like Elvis of Elvis territory. 
Yeah, and so, um, and Tony Soprano tried to pull this when he got pulled over by Charles Dutton, where he's mm. like, "Hey, how about a, how about you buy your wife wow. dinner?" And he, he he shows him like his little. He's like, I, you know, I was just talking to your sergeant the other day, and shows him like his little police card. And Rock was not having it, so they they cut his overtime. And where's he end up getting a job, Ed? I don't wait. I haven't seen this in a long time. I know you forget. There's so much hap- that happens in the Sopranos if you don't watch it regularly. You forget these details. Charles Dutton gets a job at Fountains of Wayne, mm. and and Tony tries to grease him at Fountains of Wayne. And he won't take the money because Tony feels guilty. We digress. Old and Polynesian, Dan Marino, fucking. We're on the Overcast app. Anything else, Ed? Um. Well, I did want to take it off sports into the music realm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just brought to my attention um, by by our, our great friend, Bird Respector, Caleb. Caleb, great dude. Went, um, went viral for telling, t- for telling somebody he worked with to fuck off and that, he was, that, he's a, that he's a 1099 employee, so he won't be coming to any unpaid meetings and oh, they can yeah, all go was, fuck themselves. Oh, that was great. I didn't know that went viral, but I, yeah, I it went viral. I, I saw it all over Instagram and I try, I tried to, I thought I was going to like spring it on Caleb, but he's gone viral before. He's like, yeah, these things usually make it to Instagram. Like he played it cool. But what, what, what did he apprise you of? So I, you know, I'm, I try not to judge too much on music because everybody's got their own taste. And yeah. aside from like Dave Matthews, I Oof. and I tend to not like judge away. I don't. I don't. I'm not a snob. And then I sometimes, am. even when you don't think you like this artist, you get sprung a new uh, set of lyrics. And I got to tell you, I'm now a super fan. I'll just get. I'll try to do some of it. I'll do like uh, half the song because it's not very long. Now, are you gonna are we, you gonna scat? Do you want to do it nope. in the in the spoken I'm just, word? I'm just gonna spoken word it. Okay, you right. you kind of. I mean, he he doesn't do it very differently than how I'll do it. But uh-huh. we the people in all we do reserve the right to scream "fuck you." Oh, hey yeah, ow, hey yeah, huh? Yeah, wear your mask, take your pills. Now a whole generation's mentally ill. Hey, yeah, man. Fuck Fauci. Hey, yeah. But COVID's near. It's coming to town. We got to act quick. Shut the borders down. Joe Biden does. The media embraces. Big Don does it, and they call him racist. We the people. Ooh, let's go, Brandon. We the people. Ooh, let's go, Brandon. We the people. Ooh, let's go, Brandon. I like her doing the the people. Yeah. Okay, so, do I get do I get to guess? Like I don't want yes, you to. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's immediately. There's only one name that really comes to mind. Now, of course. Yeah. R.I.P. Charlie Daniels. Obviously, mm. like he's he no, could have been a not R.I.P. to his account. They lovingly <laughs> still still tweet. I and my buddy sent it to me like two days ago. Yeah. Benghazi ain't going away. <laughs> it ain't. It isn't. Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna take a wild guess. And so say those are the lyrics of our dear friend, Bob. I can't remember his last name. Kid Rock. Not Van Winkle. I want to say him, but yeah. 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 Uh, Yes, it is Kid Rock. Oh, Kid Rock. All right. But it's uh, Bob Ritchie. Is that it? That's it. Bob Ritchie. Um, You know, 
it's it's probably low for me to quibble with his uh his the point he was making but he, he said you know people got mad at trump shutting the borders but they're mad about biden the trump shutting the borders was years before covid that was he did the muslim ban like 4 days into yeah. office yeah <laughs> yeah a little different i'm yeah. i'm no uh joe biden super fan but no. the whole let's go brandon thing is so dumb because it's like it's code, but everyone knows what you mean. And why wouldn't you just say fuck Joe Biden? Like, yeah, what, just, yeah, yes. What What are you doing here? Here, here's the thing. And again, I mean, fuck Joe Biden. I'm, I'm fine with that. But here's the thing that I hate is that everyone that says, like Kid Rock, everyone that says let's go Brandon thinks they're so fucking clever. That's what I'm saying. What? It's not clever. It's like it's not it's dumb. clever. Just say fuck it's Joe Biden. Then dumb. It was fucking played out in a couple days. Like say fuck Joe Biden. Like you're just just the beauty of of America. You don't have to fucking hide it. It's you can say that. You can say fuck the president. We live in a free country. Like go for it. Fuck Joe Biden. Yeah. But yeah, those ham-handed lyrics by yeah. the the dumbest the best the dumbest of the dumbs kid rock he just yeah. he's just got shit for brains ah he's the best i love him he's dresses cool he's fucking from detroit grew up rich his dad owned car dealerships like what he, a life. he had a little person as a mascot for a little while little joe now what was his name do we know his name fat that, joe no fat joe was different oh, fat Joe's yeah. lean back did the vid did the um, vid get fat joe is he still with us? No, Fat Joe was. I maybe I'm getting my timing wrong, but Fat Joe, uh, no, no Fat Joe. I think was Lesser Joe. I think he he oh. maybe he got the lap band or something. Yeah, like Heavy D. Heavy D. Uh, I mean, Heavy D's dead, but I think he got gutted. I think he got it all sucked out. But I think fat, maybe I think Fat Joe is just a large fifty year old. I'm not, you're, you might be thinking a big pun. I know big pun. I know big pun was huge. Yeah. And big pun kicked it. And I think fat yeah. Joe was in, maybe not quite in big pun territory, no, but I think no, he not said even that, close, but I think he said that scared him too. I don't think he's enormous anymore. I think he's a bigger guy, but he's not like unhealthy. No, he was like, like half, scary. he was like half a big pun. He was like right. big one. He was like but yeah. small. He was like small pun. I see Fat Joe oh. like on he's he's one of the celebrities at Nick Games. He's you know he's a, yeah, okay. out and around, but, but yeah, him. I think he's yeah, I think he's not uh, scary. Yeah, fat. okay, good for him. Uh, okay, let's let's uh, talk some sports. Oh oh oh, quickly! Mm-hmm. If you have not listened to episode four hundred five, and this was a big topic on the fucking text and DM world. Episode 405 last week, I made the I made the massive error of calling my daughter Ryan Beckner on the air to so she could proffer a review of the three one minutes of this podcast that she's heard. And it was it was not a glowing. I didn't even get like the fucking family well, discount. No, I mean we we kind of got a glimmer of good uh a good review and then we realized she was rating us four out of ten. 
Yeah. And just, I mean, you figure these kids, they're fucking, they're immersed in the internet. They know the fucking star rankings of things. They know there's, there's only five stars. There's not 10 stars. Nothing has 10 stars. There's only five. Yeah. I don't. Look, the only thing I can think of is like, I think when you go on IMDb, it gives a rating out of 10. But yeah, surely your daughter knows what five stars is. It's the the only amount of stars there are. Like, like my child or any, any teen has ever been on IMDb. Like what? I I was just, I I was on it today and I saw something get uh, five and I was like, what? Five? Oh, and yeah, then I no. realized it was out of 10. Five out of 10, yeah. Yeah, She. so if you guys want to go back and listen to that, episode 405, she proffers a review. And I, I think she did great. There was, to a man, the, the reviews of her performance, unlike her review of this podcast, were all five stars. She only got five stars as far as I saw. And I was, think, I was thinking just before we started, next time we have like something we don't understand that a teen would understand, maybe we try calling her again and she can like right, explain can that explain. kind of shit to us because she was, she was very comfortable on the air and she was very comfortable talking shit on us and how boring we are. So good for her. Definitely I, go back and listen. I'm up. fairly confident my son has never listened to a second of our show. Yeah, no, you can't. However, you can't, you can't let him. How, however, and I, yeah, I wouldn't want him to. However, yeah. I could see a boy maybe oh, yeah. being yeah. more into our show, but a fourteen-year-old yeah. girl is just not gonna. It's not gonna be our audience. No, I know some of my because like um, my son's friends follow me on Instagram, and they thought it was real funny when I was doing. Um, Insta stories like during the election where I would yell at the people that were like selling the Trump hats and like having stopped the steel protests and stuff. And they thought that was real funny. So I think some of my son's friends have in fact listened to the show, which is again, not. Is that one of the ones that stole my Instagram post and got more likes? No, no, different guy. No, that's a different guy. I don't, he, the dad definitely, I think has listened to that show, but the, uh, the kid, I don't, I'm, I've only met that kid one time. And, and I believe that was so long ago, Ed, sadly, that kid is a man now. Oh yeah. It was, it, was, it was years ago, but I just remember you're yeah. like, Hey, uh, <laughs> this kid yeah. took your it Instagram post and he got like 800 way likes more or likes. whatever. Yeah. He got way, <laughs> he got, he got way more likes. Uh, okay. Let's do some, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. I forgot that I, I forgot that I dropped last week, Ed. That I would be, that I would be posting. Sorry, I just left that up too loud. Uh, that I would be posting for our Red Circle subscribers a an all songs podcast, so that everyone can download and have access to all the songs of the show. And I haven't forgot. Uh, I mean, I did, I did kind of forgot. 
forget, but uh, I, I definitely will do that. If you're, if you are a red circle subscriber, keep an eye out for that. I will post there as I've been asked many times to post the songs and I will do it soon. Ed, what's going on in the world of sports? We lost two uh, former sports stars mm. this, uh, this week, um, both of an age a little too young to die, yeah. but also old enough that, you know, they're not recent athletes. Yeah. yeah. First RIP goes to Lucia Harris, the only woman to ever be drafted into the NBA. Now, and poor her. There was no yeah. WNBA back then. No. She, she was 66. Again, yeah. like too young, but long enough ago that I don't, I don't know her. Now what's, I mean, no, no offense to Lucia Harris and RIP. How, how she how's she gonna get drafted over Ann Myers Drysdale? It's the greatest woman's basketball player of all time. I mean Cheryl Swoops. Reggie Miller. Cheryl, no, Cheryl oh, Miller. Cheryl Miller. Also, Cheryl Miller. How'd she, she not get great. a shot in the league? Well, I think this happened before that. Oh, or Lieberman Klein. Yeah, I think she's sixty six. Cheryl Miller, I would yeah, guess, is is ten. 50. Yeah. Yeah. I ten, fifteen years Which, younger than that. Um, but this wasn't like a like a Michael Sam situation where they're like, "Hey, you know, Kansas City, Kansas City uh, Monarchs or Kings." Yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe draft somebody. We, we got to get a chick over. We got the women's good thing up. No, R.I.P. That's very sad. Lucia, sure, and, she could ball. Uh, I mean, she might have been better than Ann Myers Dryzo. And R.P. Clark Gillies, Hockey Hall of Famer who won four straight Stanley Cups with the Islanders, 67 years old. That's pretty impressive, the Isle. Also. Yeah, when when I was just starting to be aware of hockey, they were yeah. they were winning. Yeah, that's a lot of Cups 80, in a row. 80 to 83. 80, 81, 82, and, and 83. And it's not like they had the great one. Like when, when Edmonton was winning every year, they had, they had fucking uh, – Wayne Gretzky, and they also had Mark Messier. Not to mention yes. all sorts of Grant Fuhrer, Yari Curry, Yari they had all Curry. those guys. Yeah, yeah, they were ridiculous. Yes. This the uh, uh, and and they had Mike the Bossy. Isle. The Isle, great gear. Great. They, they the, do have good gear. You know what they don't have? Good arenas. I mean, they're in a new yeah. one this year. They've been yeah. in like five different arenas. It's it's kind of sad. Yeah. It's you know, they're the lesser, they're like the Mets, but like sadder. Yeah, like they're they, like the Nets. They, they sent him to Brooklyn for a little while. Yeah. And like they just, they're, they're just not finding their niche, but I think they're in a new arena this year. Yeah. Um, anyway. Well, you should go to a game and support them, Ed. Go see the aisle, even though you're a Rangers I fan. Like the, I like the Rangers and going to Long Island. I mean, yeah. I, might as, I might as well go to Florida. It's just as easy. Long, Long train Island ride. Is really tough. Yeah. Uh, Pat Riley. He once banned Rob Lowe from traveling with the Lakers in the 80s. Well, look, it's they're making a TV show of it. And it's based on former guest of this show, Jeff Perlman's book, Showtime, about the 1980s Lakers. And I read this book. I borrowed it from Travis Rogers. And I read this book. And the one one big takeaway that I had was this Norm Nixon. He's one of the underrated coxmen in yeah, history. You don't hear about him so much. You don't. He's married to Debbie Allen now. I assume he's, you know, he's older guy now, but 
Back in the 80s, when he was a single man playing for the Lakers, this, this guy crushed it on the road. I mean, he just never, he was like, who's that guy? Uh, Marty played for the White Sox. Asphalt. Uh, they called him Asphalt. He's the guy that got too tan. He had to, he had to go on the disabled list because <laughs> he got too tan. Oh yep. my God, I can't remember his name. Marty. Anyway. Yeah, he they called him asphalt because he got laid in every town. This Norm Nixon, one time, one time they were in uh one time they were in Milwaukee and there was a blizzard. And the guys, no, no one could leave the hotel. It was just all the guys were standing around drinking peer, beers, playing pool, and somebody, somebody was like, Well, Norm, I guess, you know, tonight's gonna be the night. Your streak's broken. You're not Nobody, nobody's getting laid tonight. We're stuck in this hotel. We can't go anywhere. Nobody's, nobody's out. And like five minutes later, some hot chick in a long fur coat walked into the lobby and Norm's like, all right, see you guys later. (laughs) Continued Marty Cordova. It's when you, it's, you got to stop thinking about it. That's when, that's when it comes to you. You know what I couldn't remember yesterday, Ed? What? My social security number. Uh oh. I got CTE. That, yeah, that's got, that's a problem. You need that. I got, I got CTE, and it was the, it was a it was a last four situation. They're like, "Hey, what's the last four? And I was, I started doing like the last four of my phone number, and I'm like, "Wait, that's not right." And then, but the re, I realized I was thinking about it too hard. Once I stopped thinking about Marty Cordova, I remembered his name, Marty Cordova. So this Pat Riley. I once saw Pat Riley at a bar. It was probably yeah. about 10 years ago. I mean, the guy has an aura. He's tall. He's an older right. guy. He's fucking handsome as fuck. It's all like he walked across the bar to take a leak. And it was, it was like there was a fucking stage light just on him. He was like lit up as he walked across the bar. And you know, you know what the issue was? They couldn't have Rob Lowe. On the fucking teen flight with a big bag of yayo, and then yeah, he, he, hogging he all the puss. It, it was drug related. I, no, I have to no. think it was it was sex no, related. Sorry, sorry. Like Chuck Nevitt is not getting laid if Rob Lowe is the alternative. I'm sorry, it's just not happening. Rambus, Rambus yeah, is not getting poor Rambus. No, I don't. I mean, I, Rambus had his own problems. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the TV show. Yeah. I'm just worried the guys aren't going to be tall. The actors they hire aren't going to be tall enough. I was watching Moneyball the other night and it's, um, it's Brad Pitt comes in to like fire tell to tell Jeremy Giambi that he's traded. Yeah. He comes, he comes in and the guy they got playing Jeremy, I mean, Brad Pitt's like five eleven. you know, like, yeah, because the guy they got playing Jeremy Giambi is like five, six. Like, <laughs> how did they like cast it? It's not even that big of a part. Just find a big ish guy to play the role. Like D- David Justice is six, seven. The guy they got playing David Justice is like maybe six foot. Like it just it was it put me off. Well, I I only watched maybe 10 minutes of that movie, 15 minutes of that movie on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. It was just all people on the phone. I read the book. And so I was like, I don't see how this is going to make a good movie. They're just on the phone the whole time. And then the first like 10, 15 minutes, he's on the phone the whole time. And 
I just never gave it a shot after that. I know yeah. like there were Oscars won. I just, it yeah. just never interested me. I like the book. Re- it doesn't, the book, great book. It doesn't really hold up. Jonah Hill, you know, he's like a little, he's an amalgamation of a bunch of people. We're supposed to believe that, uh, that a fucking entire baseball front office is run in like a basement office with two people. Well, like it's, I know it's franchise. If, yeah, if there's yeah. any franchise that would have those conditions, it's them. That that stadium they play in, it's hard to believe it's still their stadium. They I just have the big so. green, yeah. the big green tarp covering up an entire level. It's it, very sad. it's um, it's great. I went to two. I went to Chinese New Year, two Grateful Dead shows there in like 1991, and look, it was. Things got kind of dark there in the parking lot, but I I do like watching it because I'm like when I when I see like the A's highlights on Sports Center and I'm like what I'm always like what a fucking shithole like how is this like yeah. how are they still playing I mean the Raiders played there till a couple of years ago where they played on the infield I'm like how is this yeah like this is major uh-huh. league baseball like there's how real is, money how is attached to this stuff. I know. I know. I think no I think NFL they're, they're team. moving to Vegas. It's where it's wherever I mean, somebody will build them a free but stadium. They don't know? they don't do it anymore. But it was like you said, not that long ago, the Raiders were playing on an infield where we had the multi-purpose. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you know it's awful, awful. Yeah, no, um, it's insane. It's a, it's crazy that that, that there used to be uh, like most of the stadiums were dual-purpose stadiums back in the day. And when the Niners were was, winning in the eighties, yeah, no, the, the famous Dwight Clark catch, there's like a, you know, a baseball diamond. Yeah. Um, no, no it's crazy. Uh, crazy staying with basketball, Michael Jordan allegedly spit yeah. on his food to prevent guards from eating it. A woman named Linda cooked Michael's meals and he loved cinnamon rolls is a quote from somebody. <sighs> He's a bad dude. Like, Dude. Oh, he's such a piece of shit. So wait, he would like get his food like in the in the dressing room and just be like, "Oh, I'm worried that that guy from the that guy yes, from the somebody um, might eat my spin- cinnamon rolls, so I'm going to spit yeah. on one." And then yeah, the guy. Would if I spit on something, term. I don't want to eat it. Yeah, I don't no, I don't know. Spit, spit is no, the no go. I don't. Well, I mean, one time this is embarrassing, Ed. This is. I mean, I'm going to say this. This is embarrassing. I don't know if I should say this. I'm going to get made fun of. Now you have to. I think I was in ninth grade and we were in, no, I was was eighth. I think I was in eighth and we were in, I might've been ninth. We were in home ec and it was me. It's my buddy, Lance, my buddy, Chaz, and our buddy, Mike, who recently passed away, RIP Mike J. And we were cooking an omelet and we're like, oh, we're not going to fucking know how to cook this omelet. But the teacher would take a bite of that shit. Oh, so we all hawked loogies in it when it was, when it was just, when we were just mixing up the eggs. I know. Ed, look, it wasn't my idea, Ed. I was, I was, what do you You're call that? I was, uh, You're a sheep. Yeah, I was a sheep. I was peer pressured. I was, I, I was a peer pressured. Wasn't my idea. That said, I was a fucking, like I would cause trouble, you know, I was very chaotic back then. 
And we all we all spit in this in the egg mixture. But then Lance was a pretty good cook, and we he made like a cheese omelet, and it. I gotta be honest, it came out pretty nice, and it looked pretty good. It was very fluffy. It was no, he didn't burn the egg. The, the key to an omelet is there's not supposed to be any brown on the omelet. It's supposed to only be yellow and white, and not, not right. soft and fluffy, not too wet. And this this Lance, he he did a good job on the omelet. So you know, the four of us. We we cut that thing in fours and we just ate it anyway. You ate it? I see you're like spit brothers for those guys. Me, uh, yeah, me. At least the teeth did me. Amongst, I mean, I'm also other kind of brothers with them, but this uh, is no. this was me, me, Mike J, R.I.P. Lance, haven't heard from him in a while. Chaz, still very much in contact. We talk all the time. The four of us, we ate that fucking omelet. We ate the fuck out of it. It was fantastic. I th- so, the, the world so knows like a year from now, we're going to find out it, yeah. it's not spit that you put in that. Oh, I mean, you know, it was the same. It was the same home ec room that one time. And I don't know if I should be telling this story, honestly, like what if my children wouldn't, if they listen, they wouldn't get this far into it. One time <laughs> okay. we we're one time we had a freshman baseball game and me and the same dude, Lance, and my buddy Spence, we were like, it must have been the, it was either the weekend or it was spring break and we had a game and we were like walking across the campus and we had this joint that we wanted to smoke and, but we didn't have a lighter or matches or any kind of thing to light. And it's, you know, that's what you want to do. You want to be super stoned before you have to go hit against a guy throwing 85 miles an hour. So <laughs> we're walking past the we're walking past the home ec room and this is where, this is where the, this is where the omelet situation went down. Same room. And you know, there's a bunch of stoves in there. And so we're walking past the home ec room and the window was open, but it was like a, one of those high, like angled windows it was, you know? Yeah. And I think either, I think it must've been Lance cause he was pretty tall. He boosted me up there and I climbed in. This is how fucking stupid you are when you're a kid. I climbed in through that window, that angled window up there, dropped yeah. onto the floor, and then I opened the door and then we lo- we lit the we lit the joint off the off the stove. And then you pulled a Joey Bell. <laughs> is that what, oh yeah, yeah, to go get his bat back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not proud of that. And look, Michael Jordan, cinnamon rolls, Ed? Like, what's... That's well, a weird thing. Cinnamon ro- yeah. Cinnamon rolls are delicious. They're fine. But... It's too much. I can't remember the last time... I, I can't remember the last time I had them. So if I was known to be someone who loves cinnamon rolls, I'm eating way too many yeah, cinnamon rolls. that's a really good point. You know what? Like, like I, I like them. I remember my grandmother making them when I was a kid. But, like... I just don't regularly eat cinnamon rolls. That's just a weird thing that, no. to be known to love. That means like somebody was preparing a cinnamon roll for him every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of weird. And uh, like, look, you eat a donut, at least me. I eat a donut. I'm fucking laid out for a couple hours. Like I'm definitely not running 84 feet up and down the court with fucking Sean Kemp. That's not something I'm I doing. Donuts. Yeah, yeah. I love donuts, yeah. but I don't think I've had one this year in in a year yeah yeah well i mean it's like it been, just, we're f- three it's weeks great. into the year ed no i mean you in know a in, year. in 365 it, days it I, calendar I just don't year remember getting yeah well you know what 
You should go get one. I'm sure there's some fucking pretty good bakeries in Hoboken that do a pretty nice donut. There it is. But the one bakery is, is yeah. the famous Cake Boss one. Oh, no. No, don't go there. And don't like, go there. There are people taking no. pictures. No. It was a good bakery, but yeah. there are people taking pictures there. And there's lines at all hours. No. It's weird. No, there's got to be one with a bunch of guys hanging out front in track suits, like playing cards and stuff. <laughs> like is, there's plenty of those places in yeah. town. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they would have some pretty good donuts. What else is going on? Um, uh, stay in basketball. Charles Barkley was caught on Inside the NBA cleaning his glasses with his tongue. What the? F- what? I, like, how does. And we just talked about this. We, this has been a spit heavy episode. <laughs> but. Yes. Uh, how? How does saliva. What has saliva ever made clean? Yeah, if you just have like a little cotton, if you just take a like your shirt and yeah, rub that's the what glasses, you, use. you can get. But your tongue is going to make it like streaky. Yeah, that's what you use, and and so he's wearing a suit, and maybe he doesn't want to untuck his shirt. That's when you get the PA. You go, hey, hey, all right, Chris, Christina, can you can you would you mind cleaning these glasses for me? That's what that's what they're there would for. You, would you mind? Would you mind stop fucking Dan Marino so you can? Yes, exactly. Yes. As soon as you're done birthing Dan Marino's love child, could you come over here? Would you mind cleaning my glasses? I don't, I didn't know Chuck wore glasses. Does he, is it like when Patrick Ewing was negotiating the, the, the CBA with the briefcase? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't, don't fuck with Pat. Um, there was a viral picture. It was pretty great when the Cowboys lost in an inexplicable fashion by going for a quarterback sneak without timeouts. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> and yeah. and who called it? The the golden boy uh, offensive coordinator that is going to get a head coaching job yeah. that they've been filleting yeah. for uh, yes. the Boise State gotta quarterback. You got to know the rules. You got to know the rules. They, they left, they just guarded the sideline and the end zone. Yeah. And they left the middle of the field open. He's like, you know what? I see an opportunity. Let's go for it. Funny. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to run out of time. Um, that's why you, that's why, that's why they're guarding the sidelines. Right. So yeah. once the clock ran out, they cut to this real sad Cowboys fan and his woman and that viral picture, um, Sparks a major drama because oh, yeah. apparently that was his side chick yeah. and he got on TV and it went viral. Oh, man. Oh, man. And his girlfriend was not too happy about it. I mean, couldn't you be like, look, babe, I know you don't like sports. I thought I was doing you a favor. So I took <laughs> Alejandra to the game. Oh, man, he's got the who who advised him on his haircut. That's the that's the bigger problem. Right. But that's what made it so funny because usually you get generic looking fans. Yeah. That guy looked ridiculous as is. And then he's super sad, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, I like how his his lady, Ms. Karina, Ms. underscore Karina. I imagine she's getting hit up these days. Hi, everyone. Yes, this is my trash ass ex who is a serial cheater. And that is his side chick. We are no longer together. We haven't been for a while, but he continues to lie all day, every day, just like he lied about this trip <laughs> when he swore it was a guy's trip. He also told me he had cut this girl off, but clearly that was another lie. And then it's the uh, it's the hands up um, emoji. Yeah, I- uh, I give up. I normally, yes, I normally wouldn't post my business, but literally my phone is blowing up. And while I appreciate you guys sending me this picture, 
I don't need to see it anymore. Yeah, he's got this. He's he's balding, right? So he's got it. He's got like the the samurai um, ponytail. What do you call that? Man bun on the top of his head, right? And but that only seeks to to show his his power alleys more because the front hair is pulled back in the ponytail, and then that's right. Inex- when you've got the power alleys, yeah. you don't want to be pulling too far back. No, you, you, you let it fall forward. You let, have some hair in the front to cover that up. Then, inexplicably, he's got it like friar tucked or an inverted friar tuck around the sides. Completely shaved. <laughs> Just yeah, insane. It, it, it's why it went viral, because he's got shitty hair. Yes, and this the poor girl, this side chick, she, I mean, she doesn't look too happy. Look at her friend or... The, the girl, I just assume they're together just based on the whole vibe of the place. Look at the fake eyelashes on the girl behind him. Those, Whoa. You can see those from space. Yeah, yeah they are. Those are Google mappable. Wow. You can see them anywhere. Wow. Unbelievable. She looks like divine in drag. Yeah, those, she does. Yes, she does. <laughs> yes. R.I.P. Divine. Gone too soon. And then, of course... When the Packers lost, I saw immediately that guy was uh, a cheese head was photoshopped onto him and they put him in Packers gear. So like, good. It's a good thing. So good. That's funny. Uh, what else? And I just wanted I wanted to point out once again, ex Duke oh, yeah. goon Grayson Allen yeah. only got a one game suspension for clobbering the Bulls. Alex Caruso and broke his wrist and he's out for two months. What Caruso? He was having an all star yeah. year. I know. And, oh and it was God. like the blatant, like, it's one thing to foul a guy and not yeah. give a, a free layup. But what he did was he took like his other hand and swung down. So the guy is four feet in the air and then he's turned sideways Wait, and this, he broke his wrist. This guy, and his head hit the was, ground really hard. Wasn't he always like tripping people running back up the court yes. in yeah, in college? Always. And it's like, and people just they kept making excuses for yeah. him and they're like, he, he's, he's not a bad guy, but some people he's yeah. a perfect no, guy. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't, he doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how to do it the clean way. And he's, there's, there's that little fuck face on uh, Wisconsin, Brad Davison that does the same thing. There's yeah. certain guys yeah. that are known to be dirty players. Yeah. John Stockton. Yeah. Dirty. They, they don't, they don't have another way to be. Yeah. So this this Grayson Allen, and then the NBA gives him one game. So, I mean yeah. that type of thing, a blatant, flagrant two, where the guy's out two months. They should say you can play when Caruso yeah, gets to play. I know I like that, or like when um like the some guy on the Dallas Stars went knee to knee on uh, on Kings defenseman Drew Doughty and yeah. fucked up his knee and put him out like six weeks. Same type of thing. Like it's it's known that you're not supposed to do that. It was intentional. So you got to sit out like the whole six weeks plus a week. Right. Yeah. He should you know, be like a little worse. To go back before you. Yeah. Exactly. Once he once he's can play, and we're certain he can play, then you can play again. Let's. I, I want to guess what team Grayson's at, Grayson Allen's on. It's, you give me three I guesses. Think this is his. This is his first year with this team. I'm okay. pretty sure. Okay. I'm gonna this guess is the second team. Okay, I'm gonna guess the Charlotte Bobcats. The Bobcats. That's not a team anymore. It is, oh, they went back to the Hornets. 
Yes. Oh, they should have done that. The okay. Because the Hornets, they gave, they remember they moved to New Orleans and then the Hornets yep. said, all right, we'll switch to the Pelicans and the city of Charlotte can have Hornets yeah, again. Beautiful. Grandmama. And Bobcats. Stupid. The owner yeah. was Bob. His name was yeah. Bob. No, that's so, oh, that's so dumb. That's embarrassing. I that's think like he was Papa. The guy who owned BET. Yeah, this is like yeah. Schnatter. This is like Papa yeah. John. Yeah. You know, like, no. Yeah. I did no. see I did see a great video on Instagram of a of a bobcat in the sand trap of a golf court golf course just macking a bird just coming up coming oh. up from underneath and the, this bobcat was a unit we see I have <clears throat> you see him around here occasionally you wouldn't want to tangle with one but they're pretty they're probably like forty pounds you know like maybe okay. like, like four dog. yeah like four times the size of a regular cat but not like giant like a like a mountain lion they're pretty cool right. Uh, okay, so so he's not on the Hornets. Yeah. Do you want a hint? No, I don't. I just say no because I got. I'm I'll gonna get. He's in a okay. He's in a good situation. I'll say that. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's that plays into my second guess. The Memphis Grizzlies. That was his original team. Was I it? Believe. That's probably what I was thinking. Yeah, that was his first team, and then he left in the offseason. <laughs> okay, one more. Miami Heat. Milwaukee Bucks. Fuck. That's a good guess. See, I was going with, I was, well, I don't, I didn't really have a plan if I'm being honest. Okay. Ed, let's do, let's do some uh, voicemails here. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big. I mean, I think I don't really like pay attention to the lyrics that much, but his thoughts are useless, shit, shit, shit. It's like inspired writing. Oh, we love Manuel here. Uh, okay, a couple of voicemail. Zzz. Hey, boys. Uh, oh, sh- I was very... LSU, uh, uh, nod, nod to our buddy, LSU. Very, uh, very surprised to hear Rai Rai call in. That's right. Very pleased, though. Uh, she's very brutal. Um, and I, I disagree with you saying that 14-year-old girls are not, our, are not your target audience. Uh, otherwise... Telly would not be listening. So. Um, I, Brian, I think you need to talk to Ed about possibly singing for your friend in Mexico's wedding since it is on his birthday and it is 311 day. Right. I think it's only appropriate that he goes down there and he performs some vocals. Uh, wow. I think he probably has a song or two that he could bless them with. So. Anyway, guys, take care. Talk- Friend of the show, Jane Cowan, is getting married on your birthday, 311 day, in Cancun, Cancun. I don't recall being invited. I think she floated 
the idea via an email or voicemail. I think it was an email that she was planning to uh, 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 weaponize her and weaponize an invitation to her destination wedding so that we would be forced to. All right. Yeah. And I didn't. Hey, I never got that invite. I never got. Yeah, I never got the invite. It'd be a great way to spend your birthday. Yeah. I would have at least responded. Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks for that, LSU. Okay, here's another one. Hey, ballers. Hey, Bry. Hey, uh- Stu. Good dude. He wants that water first. He does. He wants it so bad. He's, he posted a picture that one time of his mother's, I think, her, her um, uh, china cabinet that was just filled with water for crystal. And hey, look. These would look good in there. Problem is, he has a taped together Android phone, so it's going to be tough for him to post some reviews. But somebody could help him. Yeah, uh, Ed, Ed, what's going on, brother? Anyway, I'm going to try and keep this short. The reason for my call is this: uh, today I parked my vehicle at uh, Lowe's, and I came out 15 minutes later. And when I got in my vehicle, shit was all ransacked. I was like, oh, "What? This fuck. isn't the way it's supposed to be." Yeah. And the upshot of it is is my telephone got crushed. And so I went and got another one. I tried to get the iPhone done, but the dude said, we don't unlock it. I said, I'm just trying to pay you for the service you do. And it was just this thing. He's like, well, this and that. I'm like, so you're telling me no? And he's like, yeah, no. I'm like, oh, all right. So I just You got to go. You can't go to a fucking like real place to get it unlocked. You got to go. Look, I go to a little Asian guy in Huntington Beach. Also, there's a there's a thing around here where I live called the foambulance, and they'll they drive over to your house in a sprinter van, and they got a whole lab inside the sprinter van. That's who unlocks your phone. It costs fifteen bucks. That's how you get it unlocked. You don't go to the actual Apple store or like Verizon or anything. You got to go to, you know, like it's it's it'll say like phone iPad repair. Those are the guys that do it. Yeah. Oddly yeah. enough, there's a little kiosk yeah. in Port in the Authority, the yeah. bus, the bus terminal yeah. in New York City, and they're very affordable. They'll slap a, yeah, they'll slap a new screen on there. My kids are breaking their screens all the time, and I take them over. I take them to this guy I go to, and he slaps a new screen on there. Here's the deal: I went and bought another Android, Dola. Um, oh, no. And I'm leaving this here because I can't get into my fucking. Twitter account because the phone number that's associated with it was a long, an old work phone thing. And oh, no. I don't know what it is. Oh no. So I'm going to have to overcome that. And oh, by the time shit. you hear this, it may be a moot point, but yeah. I just wanted to say, yeah. And Oh, here's the thing about the dude that broke or didn't break. Cause I left it unlocked, but my yeah. dog's in there. Yeah. And so it was ram. It was all, this isn't right. Do you know when shit's not right? No. And I was looking for my it's phone, which has a cracked thing, and I'll get off the phone here quick. Okay. It was stuffed at the dash and the windshield, but then I noticed, what is this? Oh, it's blood. So, oh, you know, yeah, even a 15-year-old right. healer yeah. said, you're not who you're oh. supposed to be oh. and took charge. The healer. So fucking... I'm glad. Anyway, love your balls. Wow. The healer probably fucking bit through his hand. Very nice. <sighs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah. That, sounds, yeah. that sounds like a nightmare. Tough deal. Uh, okay, here's one more voicemail. Hi, Brad Dick. Oh! Edwards. I should have known with the three-minute running time. <sighs> 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 Gotta really psych up. It's almost like I want to... 
you know what would be you know what we need for this ed speed it up oh yeah i don't think you can do that that is we actually do need that i don't think you can do that via the google voice thing that's how you listen to podcasts because you're and that's how we know you're gonna gonna go to prison for doing murders because you listen to speed it up podcasts like a maniac although I, i would agree to speeding up Manuel here, I was thinking we need like some smelling salts or something to just like really like <laughs> just snapping in your face like Yeah, or or like or like Rocky where he's like, hit me Mick. Like we need somebody to like come yeah. in to come into the studio cut, and just fucking cut me, Mick. Yeah, cut me, Mick. Somebody's somebody slice under our eyes. Yeah, just come in here and like smack me in the face and just like really like psych me up to hear this very long email. Let's see how long it takes him just to get to the point. Manuel from yeah. Gardena, oh, a.k.a. Matt in L.A. Matt in L.A. Hoping 2022 is oh. a blessing to you guys you. as it is to me. Yep. I know I'm going to take a lot of flack for this take, and I'm ready for it. This goes out not to the firefighters who are always, you know, saving lives, putting out fires literally, and doing the important hero work on a daily basis. Well, let's hold on. Let's hold on a second. I mean, they do do that stuff occasionally. You know what they mostly do? Go to the grocery store. (laughs) You see them at the grocery store all the time with their truck. They're loading up because then they got to make dinner for everybody. Everybody, they hang out and they have dinner. They lift weights. They practice a lot. You know what they do? They polish the rig. And then they, they also wash the, the engine. Yeah. I live a block away from uh, yep. from one of the firehouses in mm-hmm. town and they do clean it a lot. Yeah. But I know my my buddy is in the uh, FDNY and he's been in some shit. He's oh, yeah. he's been like in some collapsed basements Ooh. and shit. Like Yeah. No. They're like, there they're there when you need them. They can do shit we can't do when right. people are maimed and there's fucking motorcycle guys bleeding out on the freeway for sure but most of the time it's a lot of like hey you guys want lasagna tonight and they're heading off they polish the rig a little bit then they wash the engine and then they then they head to the store and most of us just won't do but now let me get to the bone i have to Uh-oh. pick with firemen in the fire oh fuck uh, fire they also they also steal all they the also pussy. Get the women. Yeah, they got yeah, they, they got those beautiful. They all it's required that you have a beautiful mustache if you're a firefighter, and they have these beautiful mustaches, and they're all pretty jacked. Although I did see a kind of fat one the other day, but they're all pretty jacked. They're usually pretty yoked. yeah, handsome, and you know yeah. it's just it's just like it's one of those things where it's like a, it's like a meme. It's like a cliche is the word I was looking for. Much like Marty Cordova. I couldn't think of cliche. So I said meme. It's like a cliche where these guys are. You're like, oh, they're so beautiful. And they get all the women. And but they do. It's one of those things. It's a stereotype. That's because it's true. Yep. You guys get so many damn days off. So many hours off. That's true. Where you're just. Grab assing and BSing. Which most of the time they have second jobs. At least around here where I live, they work 10 days a month, but they work, you know, 24 hour shift. 20, 
Right. Right. They work for a couple days in yeah. a row. And they'll like trade days with guys so they can go, you know, get long periods off. And look, it's a good gig. It's a hard gig to get. And you got to be the right kind of person psychologically and physically. Parking on Main Street with a boot collecting money. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. But today I really saw one. They do that, that for the puss. They go out there with the boot to flirt with chicks. They parked in a right turn lane of a Main Street. Yet there's no fire that uh, looks to be. Yeah, well, hold on. Like that hold on. Moment, <laughs> you know. In front of like a little mini strip mall. They do take liberties with their vehicles. Who's going to tell them no? They can park whatever the fuck they want. They can run any light. I don't know. I don't know what. This is not the my my uh, experience with yeah. with yeah. the fire yeah. department. Yeah, but that seems like a Southern California. Yeah. Oh yeah, twist. He's putting on. It. Oh, they're out there. Um, what's the purpose? Yeah. The building's not on fire, dude. Right. Why do you have to block off two damn lanes of full-on traffic yeah. at what may be the most busy intersection in the city? What do you? What percentage of calls that Manuel's made to the show are like road related? Grievances. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like issues and traffic. Just airing out road grievances. I, also, like that when Tiger Woods got in that car accident, he called to like let us know like what Hawthorne Boulevard's really like at that time of day. And he's like, actually, the sun could be kind of blinding, and it's, you think you can go fast because it's straight, but there's actually a curve around three quarters of the way in. It's like, uh, okay, yeah, that, I mean, that's good info. I think it would be great if he finished his uh, calls by saying, "I'll hang up and not listen." Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well that's one thing. It's like he does. He calls in and he asks, he's like, hey, what do you guys think about how Carson, the city of Carson smells or um, handicapped drivers? But he doesn't really care what we think. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't care at all. The one time he called up with those hypothetical sausage or bacons and we're like, this is kind of good. (laughs) That was was an interesting call. Never, Never did again. To do whatever the hell you guys were doing, okay. it looked like we you did. were just stopping to get lunch. Well, hold on. Just I mean, my get... goodness. Dude. Yeah, they do stop and like get I lunch say, a lot. Everybody loves the firefighter when he's on his yeah. way to go save a life, extinguish mm-hmm. a fire. But mm-hmm. I think if, I speak for everybody. If, Can if, you guys if, stop doing the stupid shit that you don't need to do? When you don't like him is when he's slamming <laughs> your old lady with that beautiful mustache. Highway, eight yeah. lane highway. Yeah. Why do you go across like and What's, make everybody go in one? Well, way? hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, I've seen them do that, but a lot of times it's to block off like whatever's happening. They put the rig in the way, and then they also park the engine there, and then they go, "Hey, don't hit this!" You know, damsel in distress in the street here. She's lost. So it's probably they were parked like that, and they the 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 tow truck had already hauled away the accident Manuel, and they were just you know how they sweep up with the brooms they get their little pledges out there to sweep up with the brooms they roll up the hose and stuff that's what was going on off to the side when you could just as easily do it yeah. on the flow of traffic yeah. and people are going to get out of your way no 
I mean, it just makes no sense uh, to me well, sometimes. With these I mean, it's, look, anyway, it's high level. I know I'm going to get flack for it. Yeah, I'm with are. Kramer from Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, they need to get a little better organized, especially yeah. on all the damn off time yeah. that they get. How about putting together some plans for real life Wait, use? Did Kramer? Oh, he's t- he talked to the end of his thing. He didn't call back. He, is he comparing himself to when Kramer dropped the end bombs on stage? Well, I don't know. I I was like, is there an episode where Kramer, Kramer hates firefighters? The back of it, he rides on the back of the. I think he loves firefighters. All right, all right. He did. He did adopt that highway one time where he's like, I, I adopt a highway. He adopted like a mile of road, and then but then he started like repainting it and like putting more lanes on yeah, it yeah. and stuff. So he was causing accidents. So maybe that's what maybe that's what Manuel means. Maybe, um, but yeah, I, I get it. He's he kind of yeah. he, he made that point early, and then he belabored that point. Yeah, it's he's not. You know, brevity is not the soul of Manuel. Let's just <laughs> let's just say that. Okay, a couple of emails here, and then we'll move on. Brian, wow. Not even an Ed in quotes there. Not even the other guy. Brian, I just wanted to say how gutsy it was for... Oh, this is because directed me directly. I just want to say how gutsy it was for you to have your daughter make a guest appearance on episode 405 of the podcast. Given that the presence of a female you used to know on past episodes led a certain listener to constantly beg her to record audio for him in her accent... You already know the weird shit going through the minds of some of your more unsavory listeners. Personally, I enjoy the useful perspective on the content of the show. That's from Andy in Indy. Well, Andy, I don't, I hadn't really thought of that. I don't think that's really happening. I get what you're saying. I believe that was Toby who wanted the Declaration of Independence where he was willing to pay $50 to hear the Declaration of that is so weird. Writing. That is so weird. It's beautiful writing, honestly. Uh, okay, one more. Thanks for that, Andy. Here's one more. Since y'all, oh, this is good. Since y'all haven't played in a while, I thought is there a song. There's a song. Is there a song. Hold on. Since y'all haven't played in a while, thought I'd throw out a couple of names. Put the net worth at the bottom to save you some time. Ed. How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out. I guess I'll try. Oh, no, I got the long version. Is he worth a billion? Oh. Or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? Oh, no, it's not the long version. Ed, how fucking rich is this guy? First on the list. Walk off I HP. Think we should put them in order. I think we should put these in order. What do you mean? Because in I, order? I don't know. They're like rank who's the richest out of this okay, well, quintet. Okay, we're going. This is from walk. Or this is from. Uh, I believe this is from uh, LSU Lala. So I know. I know the answers. I have, I have the answer key here. So I'll go with the first. David Copperfield. 
He's the richest. He's the richest. David Copperfield. Now, well, yeah. So I, I would get. I would like to guess the order more so than the number. I don't even. I, well, you just said over, you just said to do them in order. No, I was saying to guess. Oh, order guess the order. I thought that would be well, fun. Rather okay, I give you. I give you one hint now. I've always had a problem with this guy, David Copperfield. Obvious reasons. He's a magician. Claudia Schiffer. Yeah, he owns an island that he may or may not drug women and bring them to. Like, my, my Schiffer in prime. Yeah, you know, in her prime. Yeah, no, she was banging. But my issue is this. David Copperfield? Like, that is, that's not his fucking Christian name. He's, he stole yeah, that from literature. From yeah, Dickens. yeah, it's Dickens. You can't just name yourself Oliver Twist. Right. Huckleberry Finn. What what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. You got like, this is, that's already somebody's name in a fucking book. How you doing? I'm Jean Valjean. I'm a French magician. You're getting it? Exactly. It's, it's always drove me crazy. You can't just, I'm holding Caulfield. Like, you can't do that. Right. Yeah, I know. Bullshit. Okay. He's the richest. Then you can. so, because of the the Vegas residency type situation, that can't, right? Well, there's another Vegas residency on here too. So <clears throat> we'll go down the list. Judge Judy, who? Wait, are you? You're not letting me guess. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> just giving you. I'm giving you all the names. I'm not telling you the oh, order okay. of their richness. <clears throat> so okay. here's the names. Okay. Judge Judy, who walk off HP HBP wants to have sex with Judge Judy, <laughs> Michael Buffer. Man, he's. Really got a lot of mileage out of that whole let's get he ready to rumble has. thing. And and his brother Bruce Buffer. Worst. He does he does the UFC. And he doesn't his his thing is it's time. It's time. That's not even let's get ready to rumble. It's just it's time. That's lame. Judge Judy. Yeah, that's what my parents used to say to me at bedtime. It's it's time. Judge Judy, Michael Buffer. Also, that name, that's made up too, right? No one's last name's Buffer. Yeah. My, uh, my, okay, Judge Judy, Michael Buffer, Clint Eastwood, Carrot Top, David Copperfield. So, obviously, it's easy for me to say. I would guess Cop- Copperfield is the most because of the Vegas residency. Well, and gave me that one. I'm going to... I know, but I would have guessed that anyway. Oh, okay. he's, the, he's been famous for longer than than um, than Carrot Top, but yeah. I I think Carrot Top might be a a sneaky second. Yeah. Then I would say, uh, I would say Judge Judy, then Buffer, then Eastwood, because what? I mean Eastwood. He's yeah, been, because he's been working since the fifties. <laughs> yeah, he's but been a movie star like 19, since the fifties. He was like on fucking. 19, Gunsmoke. From 1950 until 1990, I bet he made a grand total of one million dollars yes. combined. Stop <laughs> it! He had, the, he had the Dirty Harry series, Magnum Force. Yes, they didn't pay back then. Was, that's you true. Were, you would be okay. So maybe he was worth like five million dollars in 1990. Yeah. Then I, I, he's accumulated, I guess, because he's producer on on these movies. Yep. You know, these these movies he directs, like yeah. Million Dollar Baby and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't know, but I feel like Carrot Top has just been cashing checks for like 30 years now. Yeah, you in know, Vegas. Clint Eastwood, he, he did that movie and it's, it's what, like 1992, I think, or 1990, 90 maybe. Unforgiven. 
Yeah, I think it was, yeah, like 92. And it won, so. it won all those Academy Awards. And right. it's got Gene Hackman and Morgan Freeman. And it's a masterpiece. I mean, it is a really good movie. It's everyone in the movie is a bad guy. And also everyone in the movie is kind of a good guy. It's very confusing. It's a great movie. Has he done anything that wasn't a complete piece of shit since then? Million Dollar Baby? Dog shit. Hillary Swank? I don't think so. He made a random movie. Gran Torino? I think I I was okay with Gran Torino. I saw that on an airplane. Yeah. I think I was okay with it, but not... It's not, like, anything great. It's a popcorn movie. What he's best known for in the post... The Post chair. Unforgiven Days is talking to the goddamn yeah. chair. I mean, I fuck like I love all the Dirty Harrys. I like I love the fucking Man with No Name series, Outlaw Josie Wales, Spaghetti Westerns. Oh my yeah. god! I mean, I love them. Even the dubbed shit, you know. Like I love Clint Eastwood. I love him. He's old as fuck. By the way, he's. I think he's oh, ninety. Yeah. I saw a, a movie. I think again on a plane. Recently, where he's like a drug mule, and they have yeah. him having sex with like prostitutes. His, his multiple threesomes, yeah. And he can't move. Yeah, his multiple threesomes in that movie. He's like ninety five. Yeah, he's old as fuck. Why is he fucking? Why do we need to see him fucking? Drug muling shit. Uh, I would think that he would. I get your theory, but I mean, he's fucking big Hollywood dude. I would think he would be the richest. I'm. I would think Judge Judy. Judge Judy has Ju- had the biggest. Judy's been clipping like a hundred million for money. many years. Big money. She's she owns that thing. She's been on TV for fucking ever. She's she's like she makes like Ellen money. She's so fucking rich. Then I would think Copperfield because he's been at it longer. Followed by Carrot Top. I put Mike Buffer down at the bottom. And I got look. Yeah. He he gets way too much money, but yeah, it's still it not in much. the category of of these guys. Like you get him to come out. I I think he he started one of the football games this weekend, and that's what's he get yes, for that? He did. Yeah, he, you get him to I come, him do, or maybe it was the Raiders. I don't know. Yeah, he, it was one of those. He did a, he did a game. In the yeah, he come, came, comes out in that stupid jacket and the bad tan. Look, more power to him. It's oh. it does get you pumped up. Like when he would do that at a Mike Tyson fight, when he would announce because I yes. was you know like. I like Jimmy Lennon Jr. too. He does the understated style, but you bring in this Michael Buffer, you know you're watching an event, unlike anything Joe Buck does. You see Michael Buffer come out, you go, oh no, some real shit is happening. You see you see Joe Buck come out and you go, oh, is this the Super Bowl or yeah. is this a preseason right. game in fucking Nashville? Because you can't tell Am the I difference. watching an event? I don't know. No, you can't tell with him. That said, based on the list, number one on the list, David Copperfield, you want to... You want to give me an over under on David Copperfield's wealth? And again, we're we're basing this off LSU Lala's knowledge. Three hundred twenty. You're almost a third of the way there because according to LSU Lala, David Copperfield is worth one billion dollars. Oh my god. A one followed by nine zeros, Ed. Three commas. <sighs> Second on the list, as we would have thought judge Judy who's nearly half as rich as David Copperfield with a net worth of 400 
sixty million dollars. My God. Third on the list, and this is just shocking. This cannot be true. Let's get ready to rumble with what? our four hundred million dollars in the bank, Michael Buffer. Oh my God. This is Wow, I it, thought he'd be last. I oh, know I thought Eastwood was last. All I can think, Ed, is that he's when he first started hitting with this let's get ready to rumble thing, he hooked up with somebody that's like, We're gonna start buying apartment complexes. And and he's he has some other vein of wealth right. that he and can Vegas access has expanded a lot. Yes. Yeah. 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 Maybe he was like, that's it. He goes, maybe I'll come to the opening of MGM. If you the give win. me, yeah, the win, there you go. If you give me 2% of the back end, like maybe he's gotten rich with deals like that. Like Shaq does. I don't know. It's crazy. Third on the list, Ed. Clint Eastwood. Okay. $375 million. I This can't be true. This is... LSU needs to check his numbers here. Lastly, Carrot Top with a paltry $70 million. Yeah, I would think he's over 100 because he's been doing residencies for like 25 years. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's... Wow. I, you know, Carrot Top gets a bad rap. He's pretty successful. From what I understand, very nice guy. Hard worker. Jacks, too. Super jacked. He's very fit. How about. It's very creepy to see. How about not that long ago? He accidentally, I'm doing air quotes, he accidentally posted that picture of his dong to uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, that's, that's a good list. I like doing those. Uh, how yeah. fucking rich is this guy? How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure We'll do more of those. Send them in. Send us your how fucking rich is this guy. It's exciting to learn how rich people are. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. TBLS, how yes, the lifestyle's baller. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Talking loud, covers, conundrums, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hit the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.